turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. AM 970 presents Eye on Real Estate. This is your premier source for real estate information. From the hot properties in the tri-state to the latest in real estate market trends. From mortgage news to answers to all of your real estate questions, you'll be in the know with help from the experts. Call now, 866-970-9622. 866-970-9622. Now, here's your host for Eye on Real Estate, Douglas Elements CEO, Dottie Herman. We're back. Ion Real Estate. I'm here with Ace One Subarb, who does all of our financing and uh, works with Citizens <coughs> Bank, runs uh, all of, I don't know how many people, a ton, yeah, and really lot. knows everything about financing, and if he doesn't know it, he'll direct you to where to find that out, Yes, uh, because nobody knows everything. And myself, and I would say, uh, I know quite a bit about real estate, however, you know, somebody just called me the other day and it's like, well, you know, I'm in California. And I said, well, you know, I'm not an expert in California, but I understand real estate. I understand. Uh, but I'll make sure you get an expert. And that's really what I pride Douglas Elliman with. We have experts in every field. We don't try to be mm-hmm. one person, one stop with one expert who knows everything. We have all of the experts. So, uh, and that's really what I think you need today. Uh, you need to really know. And so many people really could save a lot of money and just don't know. When I told you about the Social Security before, I just happened to read it. It was in the, I don't know, the Times or the Wall Street Journal. And it said so. It said like some, some huge number of people, like 45 or 50 percent, retire at 60 and they really get so much little money because they don't know that if you retire at 65, you get a lot more, 66. I don't even think it... I don't think your full benefits even start at 65, and I'm not really sure, but it's just about being informed. So whether it's real estate, whether it's business, whether it's market conditions, whether it's risks, because everyone has a different risk tolerance, so you have to decide, hey, you know what, what's going to work for me, what kind of risk do I want to take? And I was, um, oh, I was with my partner, Howard Lorber, and uh, we do a program for one of the basketball players, yeah. okay, every year. And because they retire early, right? I mean, yeah. 35-ish. Yeah. Okay. So we have a program where they can, because they're going to retire early, they're young, and they have, they can work with our company and get their real estate license. So we met with them, I think it was Wednesday. Uh-huh. Uh, besides that they were six yeah. foot eight. Okay? Yeah. And I, I felt great. I think I met with them the day after too, Dottie. So okay. It's very interesting. They spent... I want to say two hours with asking about investments to us, okay, and asking us, you know, because they all want to maybe invest in real estate. And it was funny. One of them said, well, I did already, and it wasn't in New York that he bought. I want to say Atlanta or someplace like that. And he said, you know, and uh, I never made money. Hmm. And I ended up selling it last year, and I lost money. 
Well, just because you buy real estate as rental income doesn't mean you're going to make money. And we kind of told them what questions to ask. But what I really told them is in life, unless you put your money under the mattress, and by the way, if you do that, hope you don't have a fire, and you really lose money. But unless you don't do anything with your money and don't make it work, there's a risk to everything in life. And so what you want to do is sit back and say, what kind of risk am I willing to take? Now, with real estate, is it a guarantee that you will always make money in real estate? No. But if you track it and you look, you can go to Douglas Elements. We have market reports on our site. And you look over time how real estate's performed. And that's all anybody can do is look at history and say, okay, this is how real estate has performed. They were up, down, but they've always come back. Does that mean in the year 2040 it'll still be like that? No, I couldn't tell you. Mm-hmm. But if you look at history, okay, it, it seems, it's really the people that got hurt. And I told these basketball players, the people that got hurt were people that sold it. Like, it, you know, and actually a lot of them really didn't get it. They, they bought, let's say, before... We had a recession in 2008, 2007. They bought before the recession, so they probably didn't pay a lot of money. They were forced to sell, or they took all the equity out of their house. They took, you know, and and as Ace told you, I think, last week, Mm -hmm. you don't want to take every bit of your equity out. And when when they had to sell, it was the wrong time. And and so they, so, but if you look at people over the long haul, if your house didn't even go up a penny, if you lost 50000 but if you paid off your mortgage, it still was for savings, okay? Yeah. Now, could you have technically taken money and put it in a bank every single month and never touched it? Well, if you have that discipline, more power to you. Uh, but I think that people, when I look at the average person, that's really what they have is their house to sell. I mean, don't yeah. you see that? Yeah, Daddy. I mean, you know, even for me, I've been buying and 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 selling property for the last twelve years, and I can tell you, not every single transaction went as planned, right? So, out of the different transactions that I've done, you know, three didn't make money. You know, I lost money actually during the recession, and you know, it taught me things that I didn't realize I needed to look at. And I think that's what you're talking about, Daddy. Which yes. is, you know, you're you're, you're going to learn from your experiences, and you and and you need to start somewhere, right? Right, so. but what I'm trying to also say is any investment, yeah. there is some element of risk. Always. But you want to go with your eyes open, and you want to be able to be advised, like my, by myself or mm-hmm. someone like Ace, on here's the pitfalls, yeah. here's the pluses, here's the negatives, and then look at that, you go home and you think about it, and then you know exactly what you're getting into and what... Correct. And whenever I did anything in my life and whenever I do anything, you know, everyone goes, oh, Dottie, like you're so successful because (laughs) you took such risks. Well, really? I took risks, but I really never took risks. I was looking at, do I have an 80% shot of getting it? And if I thought it was only 40%, well, if I had nothing to lose and it didn't cost me a penny, then I might try it. But when it cost me money, no. And I also looked at myself. Like, what do I really believe? I looked at how much capital that I was able to obtain uh, because if you don't have capital, even if you have the best idea, and the same thing with a house. Like, you have to look at what are you, how you, as Ace always says, 
don't necessarily look at how much the house is. Look at what you're comfortable with spending per month. And it really yeah. depends on how you want to live. You know, hindsight is twenty twenty, Dottie. You're, we're always, as humans, looking back and saying, oh, I wish I invested it during that time or I wish I was yeah. in the market during that time. But what people don't realize is that we're always constantly, you know, thinking about investing and we're never really putting, you know, in, in, in putting into action. So, Right. You have to. Yeah. And, you know, but if you look at, like, anybody that's successful, they had a lot of things that went wrong. And if you don't have money to gamble because you're saying, like, this is all the money I have, then you have to be very careful, okay? But if you take that money and you do nothing with it, you lose buying power. Yeah, you do. Right. So, you know, Ace and I were talking before, and, like, one of the things that we'd like to do maybe, you know, going forward after the summer's over is kind of also talk about some of those type of things to help you yeah. for those who want to uh, learn how you can make money in real estate or is it for you to invest? I mean, sometimes it's not. And some of the things to look at of really, because if you, if somebody makes 100000 or 80000 and they spend it all, they have nothing. If somebody makes 80000 but keeps 10000 okay, it's all about doing that. And I really don't find that many people, especially women, were raised where we were really taught finances, where we were really taught things like of that nature. We just weren't. And I don't know if the men were taught any differently, yeah. okay, because sometimes the, the, the dads really talk to their sons about it. But as a woman, they really never talked about finance. And then all of a sudden, and we used to get calls, and or women would say, my husband and I, like, we're not together, and I never did a bill. I, I, I don't know how to do anything. So we want to make sure everyone's financially uh, savvy, whether you decide to do something or not do something, that'll be your call. And, and, and you know what, Dottie? I think on our next show, we should definitely talk about if someone has a full-time job but is looking to invest in real estate as passive income. Through the NBA crossover program, one of the players asked me, Ace, can you walk me through from step one till you sell? You know, what goes through that process, right, in terms of preparing yourself to invest in a property, how much cash flow do you need, and how do you actually estimate how much money you would need to put aside and how much the carrying cost would be from start to finish in investing in a property. So I think that'll be interesting, you know. And speaking of that, these NF, uh, these uh, basketball players were saying, Daddy, well, I don't think you start out with a, you know, yeah. a skyscraper. <laughs> I think the best way to start out is, first of all, in the area that you are around because you don't want to have to buy an investment that's in another state and some place that you know. And if you start with single-family houses yeah. or an apartment or something of that nature. Um, start small smart. You know, and, and work your way up. And we're going we're gonna to work on, on, on putting some yeah. stuff together on the radio it's, to, to, to really in a condensed way so you can start to. Simple. To, yeah. yeah. Okay. Now, somebody sent me a question, and the question was, Sadi, is it legal to record videos, uh, to record a video with a hidden camera? Or a nanny cam. Now, you know all the girls uh, have nanny cams that check on their nannies. Uh, is that, what about house showings? Okay. So, I believe you're allowed to have them. Okay. Um, that's why the use of nanny cams is becoming very common among all of the people that I know have kids. They have all, my daughter has that they have nanny cams. cams. And uh, I'm pretty sure the people 
know that, that work for them now, yeah. right? I mean, I would hope they know it. Uh, but each state is different and is uh, governed by a different law. But so, you know, you have to kind of look up your state. But in most states, the majority of states, it is illegal to record hidden camera videos in areas where you're subject or have a resp- or somebody has a reasonable expectation that it's a private. Uh, so, in other words, privacy. So, you know, if you put a camera in the bathroom, I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> okay. So you so so if somebody has if it's a reasonable expectation that somebody would have privacy in this place, in most states it's illegal. So this kind of might include bathrooms, or maybe bedrooms. Um, if they live with you, and it, like in other words, if the nanny lives with you and you allow overnight guests, or somebody, you just don't want to have a camera in her bedroom, okay, for his bedroom. Also, remember that it is illegal in the United States to record video or audio with the express purpose of blackmail. Now, I don't know how you prove all that, mm. um, but if you are intending to take a a, you know, to, to tape someone with an intention that you're going to say, listen, Ace, or listen, Dottie, I have this stuff on you on tape, and if you don't pay up, I'm sending it out. That's illegal because that's basically blackmail. So even if you follow all the laws governing court surveillance in your state, please keep in mind in your right, that your rights are waived if you engage in any criminal behavior. And that, to set somebody up to... So the, so the reason you want these patents these cameras is to make sure that whoever's doing whatever they do in Europe for you is doing the right job or that people from the outside don't come you know you know who's come to your house on the outside of your home the similar the law applies also it's generally legal to record surveillance for videos in public places inside retail stores restaurants or other places of business it is also legal to record uh, video in outdoor parks, shopping malls, city streets, or public squares because they're considered public. public. And so there's no expectation that who's ever there is having privacy. And even if you're not taping somebody, it's possible somebody hears your conversation. Um, so reasonable expectations applies in public places as well. So it's like illegal to record videos in hotel rooms, restrooms, changing rooms, locker rooms, or other private areas, okay? So on the same lines, is it legal to record conversations, do you think, Ace, with hidden audios? Um, I think if the other person isn't aware, it could be a little bit of uh... All right, so if you're planning to record a telephone call or an in-person conversation, okay, mm-hmm. using either standalone audio recorder or a video camera that also captures sound, um, the federal and state laws require that at least one of the parties consents to the recording. That's so I, I believe you have to say, yeah. by the way, Ace, I just want you to know I'm recording this conversation. Recorded. And I think when you, you know, sometimes when you call, you'll get this, this, yes. this, ta- this thing might be, yeah. what does it say, that might be taped or not taped or, mm-hmm. yeah. And then, so, so, you have to at least alert one party. Um, it is at either the federal or state level, it's almost always illegal to record a phone call or a private conversation in which you are not a participant. 
So kind of if you looked a little, you could buy spyware. Well, I see it on the internet. Spy on this one, hear their conversation, yeah. get their, get their uh, emails, get their texts, and I'm sure there's probably a way to do it all. And they have a whole thing called spyware. There's some creative gadgets out there, yeah. Dottie. So just know, okay, the reason you have the outdoor surveillance is for your protection and your safety. It's not to really set somebody up. Uh, also know that in hotels, and I found out um, that in hotels. They can have um, cameras in the common areas, like in the lobbies and things of that yeah. nature. But in the hallways, where the going into the hotel rooms, they're not allowed. They're not allowed. No, really. So if they can have in the elevators in the common space, but they're not allowed to have them in the actual hallways that go into the rooms. Uh. So no, okay, what you can and what you can't do, and know that if you want to record somebody. You need to have a good purpose and not that you're looking to set them up. Do I think it's good to have a video if you have a nanny? Yes, yeah. I do. I mean, if you have anybody in your house, I think it can't hurt. And I think, I don't know, do you have a place where you know who comes to your house? Yeah, me too. Yeah, mm -hmm. and I think that's really good because you'll always know who comes to your house. And even if you're not home, uh, you'll, and truthfully, today they could track anybody. Yeah. I don't know how you avoid it. Like, they can find you wherever you go, really, unless you don't have an iPhone or any phones or unless you don't go on the Internet. I mean, it's just about there's nothing you do really today that they There's can. an interesting statistic, uh, Dottie, that there's, I forget how many cameras are within one block radius of every, every block in New York City. I mean, there's tons of cameras, so. Yeah, so, you know, I mean, it's just over. Big Brother's always watching yeah, you. Yeah, they're I mean, always they're watching. Just, you can't be bad. <laughs> or if you're bad... You have to kind of know they're going to catch you. I mean, they're going to know. Anybody can find anything. And as far as the Internet, I give up on it. I really, I don't know how you really stay that pride. I mean, like if somebody wants to really, and somebody's good, I probably think there's a way they can do it, okay? So, you know, try not to put it. And remember something. When you're putting something on an email, and you should tell your children this or your grandkids or people that you know, when you're putting something in writing on the Internet, before you write it, first of all, never write something when you're upset or you're mad. Just wait. Calm down. Whatever you put on there is there for life. You know? And you have to tell your kids that because, you know, they're kids. So put, make sure that when it comes to the Internet that you make sure that don't put anything that you don't want somebody to have for the rest of their life. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay, let me take a couple of calls. You're listening to I Am Real Estate. And uh, the number is 866-970-9622. And I have Gordon from Port Jefferson. Hi, Gordon. Hi, Gordon. Can I... I I'm, Hi there. How are you? Thank you good. for I call. I'm glad to hear you. Can you hear me I have now? A, 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 uh, yeah, it, it, it is difficult. Um, I'm on a cell phone. So, uh, you know, maybe I'll, uh, well, I wanted my wife to listen in. Um, I was interested in the 1033 exchange, okay, uh, um, or the 1031 exchange. I have a, a property worth $2 million, and I'm looking at a property worth $2 million. Um, You with me? Yeah. I'm with you. You're going to yeah. hold that because I hear the music. They're taking a, a commercial break. Can you just hold on? We'll be right back. You have a property... That's worth $2 million. Congratulations. 
and you're looking at something that's two million. You're gonna have to wait for the answer as soon as the break. So stay on the phone, Gordon. Why should you be excited about jury duty? Well, this week on Champions of Justice, Tom Girardi welcomes Robert and Phil Baker for an eye-opening discussion of the jury system. It's the American way of giving every citizen their day in court, perhaps your strongest safeguard of freedom, and it's under attack. A jury of your peers is the topic on the table. Tune in, Champions of Justice, Sunday mornings at 10, here on AM 970, The Answer. When it comes to protecting your family, home, or business, you need a name you can trust. You need us, Honig Conti Perino Insurance. In Manhattan since 1902, we're family-owned, experienced, and credible. We believe in a face-to-face, roll-up-your-sleeves approach. Our clients receive individual and personal care. Honig Conti Perino, the name to trust. Call 212-777-7113 or honigconti.com. H-O-N-I-G-C-O-N-T-E.com. Honig Conti Perino Insurance. Not just providing insurance, but insurance guidance. For our Ask the Lawyer friends and listeners, you can attend any of Connors and Sullivan's free seminars on elder law, Medicaid, wills and estate planning, and more. Yes, it's all free and all close to you. So come to Connors and Sullivan's free seminars. On Wednesday, May 29th at Lenny's Clam Bar, 161-03 Cross Bay Boulevard in Howard Beach, Queens at 11 a.m. and 3 p.m. at Connolly's Corner. 71-17 Grand Avenue in Masspeth, Queens on Thursday, May 30th at 11 a.m., 3 p.m. and 7 p.m. and at the Adria. 221-17 Northern Boulevard in Bayside, Queens on Friday, May 31st at 11 a.m. and 3 p.m. Can't go to any Connors & Sullivan's free seminars? Then call Connors & Sullivan at 718-238-6500 for your own free office appointment. Make an educated decision on your estate and family legal solutions today. Just call Connors & Sullivan at 718-238-6500 or go to connorsandsullivan.com. In this crazy, messy world, we're all trying to make sure we do our best to stay healthy against the new diseases that seem to pop up in schools, at work, and hospitals. It's hard to find a product that's safe, effective, and alcohol-free. Well, guess what? The wait is over. Durasan is a water-based, non-toxic hand sanitizer that cleans, conditions, and protects skin for up to 24 hours. It comes in bottles, wipes, foamers, sprays that are perfect for everyday use. Durasan also developed an antimicrobial hand hand soap that is FDA approved and environmentally safe, just like their hand sanitizer. Durasan has a long line of safe-to-use products. Their USDA organic mosquito spray safely protects from dangerous pathogens like the Zika virus, which is perfect for the summertime coming up. If you listen to Joe Piscopo, get 20% off when you mention the show. To learn more about Durasan products, please go to Durasan.com or call 844-DURASAN, 844-387-4726, Durasan. It's I on Real Estate. Got a question? Call 866-970-9622. Here's Douglas Elements CEO, Dottie Herman. Okay, you're listening to I on Real Estate. I'm on the 866-970-9622. I'm on the phone with Gordon from Port Jefferson, who has a question about a like-kind exchange. He has 
something he bought that's worth two million, and he's looking to buy something for right. two million. So Ace, take yes. it on. You've done them all. A yes. Bunch. So Gordon, can what? you hear us, Gordon? Yes. Hi. Um, hi. Yeah, I, it, it's not too well. I'm sorry, I didn't call you on a landline. But anyway, basically, what it is, uh, the house that's in the city, uh, I'm getting kind of old. So um, uh, it's all paid for. We bought it in 1969, uh, and I've been so offered the, $2 million plus. So wait, you bought it in 1969. It's worth about $2 million now? Right. Can you give us, just because I make yes. my point, about around what you paid? Uh, back, uh, that way I paid $30,000. Oh, my gosh. See? And I, and I bet you $30,000 was a lot then, right? Uh, well, uh, it was, we had rental income, so actually it was uh, pretty easy. I was in the furniture business, so I set up my you. shop Good in Good for you, Gordon. And uh, I did well. Good for you. So well. what's your question? Uh, so, okay, my question is that uh, if I sell it, um, I have to pay something like $800,000 in capital gains, mm-hmm. which is horrendous. Yes. Um, my town recommended uh, possibly a 1033, I think it's called, it's exchange a, or 1031 exchange. Yes, 1031 exchange. Now, I found a piece of property uh, out in Watermill, and uh, the value of that, uh, the asking price, well, it's a little over $2 million, but I, I you know. Are you going to negotiate? Um, it's, uh, it's a beautiful place. Uh, taxes are only $5,000. Okay. Uh, it's, uh, it's you know, absolutely gorgeous, uh, and they can get a rental of anywhere between one hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars. Wait, what did you say the taxes were on Watermill? Five. Wait, Gordon, what did you say the 5, taxes 000. are? Five thousand. Is this land or real estate tax? Yes. Well, yes it seems rather cheap. Okay. So, so Gordon, the rules on on okay. on a ten thirty one. Okay, go ahead, Gordon. Finish. Okay. But the, the, the thing is. Uh, now I'm taking all my eggs and I'm putting them into this one basket. I mean, that, the, the home that I own in, in Brooklyn is a is a three family, you know, of course, legal three with a you know generous income at this stage. So um, the thing I thought of perhaps if I was to buy out there and then I would rent it for three, three months out of the year. Now I could use it. My family could use it for the other nine months, and uh, eventually perhaps I could sell my house on the water in uh, Mastiqua and go out to uh, to that place and uh, maybe decontrol it if I lived there for so many years and uh, live happily ever after. Okay. But the thing I'm worried about, my mm-hmm. question to you, is that do they really get these kind of rents in the Hamptons? Well, listen, here's what I would suggest you do, and Ace will yeah. tell you the same thing. I don't know what someone told you, and I don't know the details, but, you know, I do know the Hamptons, so does Ace. We do market reports on the Hamptons. For like I don't. What are you rent? It's land. I I just missed what what is five thousand dollars the taxes. But what are you renting? Is it land that you're buying, or is it a house? Oh no, it's another home. You know, and a home has five thousand dollar taxes. I don't believe it. In Watermill, Long Island, like next to Bridgehampton. Yes. Okay. It's, uh, uh, something's have, wrong with that. It's not $5,000. I would take that to the bank. Someone gave you the wrong numbers. Those taxes are not going to be five. They're higher. Long Island's even higher than the Hamptons, but yeah. I don't know of anything that's $5,000 in the Hamptons. And I, you know, we, we have a lot of offices there. I think that you better check those taxes. I don't know of anything on Long Island okay. that's $5,000. Well, in all honesty, 
out of the several homes that I looked at, the taxes are way under 10. Way under 10. And here in Massapequa, we're paying about 14, but that's another. Well, Massapequa might be higher but, than some of the um, Hamptons, but I, I, I would double check it. And sometimes people have exemptions, like a VA exemption, or they're over a certain age and they have some other kind of exemptions. So you just need to, what I'm telling okay. you, and then, you know, we're gonna, Ace is giving you the formula of what to look at, but <clears throat> do check those taxes. And as far as rental income, I wouldn't believe the brokers, okay? Okay, it's not that they're lying to you. They'll tell you what, let them show you. But when you rent something, you never know. And, and, and Gordon, how much are you selling your current home for? Two point? Uh, the home that I have in the city, uh, I've been offered two. 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 Okay, so just remember that the next, if you if you are looking to do a 1031 exchange, it has to be the of like kinded um, property, meaning it has to be the same value or higher, right? So you, so you, if you sell your $2 million home, let's okay. just say you can't go and do a 1031 exchange on a $1.5 million investment, right? So just keep that in mind as well. <laughs> and then and then what you have to do okay. is you have to identify the property. Let's say you do want to exercise this 1031 exchange. You have to identify a property within 45 days of execution. Usually you'll contact an attorney and he'll he'll set it up, he'll structure it up, and then basically you have 180 days to close on that transaction. So you, you want to look now if you're looking to, to, to sell your property, right? So you have that 45-day window to identify a property and then 180 days to close. Okay? I see. Okay. But, um, but again, my, my question is, do they get that kind of money out there? Well, they get no. high rents, but here's the deal. And I live, I have offices there. You could get information from us any day of the week. Yeah. Okay, here's the deal. With a rental, I always tell people, you know, you first of all, what you want to do is ask the brokers to give you what the place is rented for. They do get a hundred, but not everything gets a hundred. But the rents are high there because people want to be there for two months. But I'd have to really know what it is you're renting. Okay, like how many bedrooms, you know, and then and then you always have to take the chance. What if you have a bad tenant? What if they don't move in? Just so you have to have some stash money. I, you know, I wouldn't invest everything I have and then I have nothing. And God forbid the rental guy or woman doesn't pan out or they don't pay something. Uh, And with rentals, yes, they can get 250,000 for a rental there. I, but I don't know your product, so what I think you need to do before you do anything, and I think a like-kind exchange is great. You don't want to pay those kind of capital gains, but you really do a lot of homework first. I, I mean, to Dottie's point, Gordon, you know, mm-hmm. co- contacting a realtor will be critical here, right? Because you need to find out what the comps are, meaning, you know, what in that area within a one-mile radius are they receiving rents of like-kinded um, properties like yourself, right? And so... You know, are you buying a property that has a rental income already? Do they have a book of business that you can have actually see? Have they rented see? it before? Have, have and, they rented and, it before? And, and, and they, have they rented it before? And what's the number? Yes. And then you have to look at how, you know, really, yeah. Yeah. then it depends on how many rentals are on the market at the time. Exactly. Okay, but I, I will say whoever told you that is correct. Hansels can, the Hamptons can go for big money. However... Okay, because it, it's really two months. Nobody really wants to rent it in the, in the winter. So you're getting all, but you have to really look at the individual properties. And we, you, you can go in I and should, get, so let somebody document that all for you. 
leave your information and we'll, and we'll, we'll put you in touch with an agent. I mean, the Brooklyn three family um, home sounds promising as well. So you're on the right track. And I think that you're, you're smart and doing what you're doing because you know what? You're going to save taxes, but this is what you've got now and you don't want to blow it. So you want to do We want to give you as much. Right. right. And you're very smart doing that. A good, okay? a good rule of thumb, Gordon, is whatever you think you can get on, on your rental, take 75% of that, right? And then really compare it to what your carrying charges are, which is going to be your mortgage or, or whatever you take out. Now, in this case, you have a 1031 exchange. To, so really what you're going to have as carrying charges are the taxes and insurance, right? So you just have to see, you know, what's going to be a better investment for you down the line. Yeah, and, and, and also... Uh, one other question. Yeah, Close. because I've got some other people along. But you know what? Also, don't, I don't know who's telling you the information about the rentals. What you want to do is specifically on that. There's a million properties. Some will go for this. Some will go for that. So you want to say on this property, if I were to buy it, does it have a history of rentals? And what are similar places? Now, Watermill is a great area. So what are the similar places going for? And let them show you. Okay. Okay. Because yeah, I think you yeah, do your homework. And in the summer, just remember. Do, do you folks have any- Yes, we do. If you leave us, you- we'll get a hold of you. And you really, in the summer, just want you to do some homework. We'll give you all okay. the information. Gotcha. Well, okay. okay. Well, I, I thank you so much for your time. And thank you. And next time, call and us on a regular I- phone. But leave us your information, and we will get you all some, so a lot of that information that's factual. This way you can really analyze it and look at it. I see. Okay, All right. perfect. All right. Have a great day and happy Thanks, Mother's Gordon. Day to your wife. Bye. Have a great weekend. I have Robin on the line. You're listening to Ion Real Estate, 866-970-9622. I think we're going to have a break very soon. So, Robin, say uh, hello. And where are you from, Elizabeth? Uh, yes. Okay, Thanks Robin. Thanks for taking my call. It's really great to speak to you guys. I love your show. Oh, Great for calling. And we're going to take, I think they're giving us a minute for, uh, until we have to take a break for a commercial. But you want to ask us a question, and then you can stay on the line, and then we'll just wait for the break to happen. Okay. Uh, yes. It was about the surveillance you were talking about. Yes. Um, and, and the requirement that one person has to know, and I wanted to talk about that because I think it may be a little different, at least from my experience. Okay. Oh, well, then I love you. Then you know what? I mean, you're saying... Uh, okay, so you can start. Uh, so you have an experience with uh, putting cameras, or tell us whatever. Tell us whatever this is you. This is, it'll help everybody. Okay, now on a they're telephone doing a interview. Break. I mean, I'm sorry. On a, on a telephone recording, you were talking about that, right? Yes. Okay. Yes, and I think you said one person has to know. Yes, that's what I. You know, My that's what I looked up. Right, and my understanding is that one person can be you. It doesn't have to be the other person. Oh, really? Can you hold it? We're just taking a break and just come right back on. I don't. Okay, I, yes. okay I'm going to try to find that. I didn't know that, but you might be right. I, I just looked that up, and that's what it said. Now, how? I don't think that's right, but I don't know. See, I don't. Know. Hi, this is Patrick Cullen, president of the New York State Supreme Court Officers Association. Join me for Justice Matters as we take over the AM 970 airwaves every Sunday at noon. 
Court officers play a pivotal role serving at the front lines of court security in criminal, family, and civil courthouses throughout New York City and the 9th Judicial District. Justice Matters will bring a fresh new perspective on the current challenges and issues facing our criminal justice system and the impact they have on all New Yorkers. The New York State Supreme Court Officers Association's members are uniformed officers in the courts throughout the five boroughs of New York City, as well as Westchester, Rockland, Putnam, Orange, and Dutchess counties. And we are affiliated with the AFL-CIO and the International Longshoremen's Association. SCOA's mission is to continue to improve benefits and protect the rights of all of our members. If it's noon on Sunday, it's time for Justice Matters on AM 970, The Answer. Your table, ladies. Thank you so much. So, Vicky, how have you been? Great. It's been so long. Last time we saw each other was what? Your daughter's wedding on that yacht? What was it? The Atlantis? Yes, the Atlantis. It was perfect for the wedding with its three decks, bridal suite, immaculate restrooms, dance floor, and state-of-the-art sound system. The food and service was great, and I hear they bake those delicious rolls right on board. They do. You know, I've been trying to decide what to do for my daughter's Sweet 16 and some corporate events. You should absolutely book the Atlantis. They do more than just weddings. Sunset cocktail parties, bar and bat mitzvahs, luncheons, and guests are able to board from several locations. Francesca was so easy to work with. Call her at 212-385-9400 or email her at events at franstouchofclass.com. Charter the Atlantis for your event today. Call Francesca at 212-385-9400 or visit franstouchofclass.com. For a limited time, mention AM970 for a free menu upgrade on the Atlantis. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow, and like all of you out there, I had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat, I would flip-flop all night long, I would wake up with a sore neck, maybe a headache, or feel like I needed a nap even though I slept eight hours. When I invented my pillow, I wanted it to where you can move the patented fill to give you the exact support you need as an individual, regardless of sleep position. My pillow will get you into that deep sleep faster and you will stay there longer. It's not about how much time we spend in bed, it's about how much of that quality sleep we get. I do all of my own manufacturing right here in the United States. I have a 10-year warranty. You can wash and dry my pillow, and I give you a 60-day money-back guarantee so you have nothing to lose. And here's my best offer ever. Get a two-pack of MyPillow's premiums for $69.98. That's only $34.99 per pillow, which is the lowest price ever offered on radio or TV. This offer is only available at MyPillow.com or call 800-651-0798. Use promo code AM970. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. It's I on Real Estate. Got a question? Call 866-970-9622. Here's Douglas Elements CEO, Dottie Herman. Hi, we're back. Hi, Robin. Robin? Are you still there? Yes, I'm here. Okay, so Robin uh, called us before the break, and we were talking, or I was talking about videos and I think I basically said that if you want to record someone for purposes of blackmail, uh, then you have to really disclose to them uh, what that you that you so that they know they're being recorded. Now you've had a different experience. So, what, would you, Robin, would you share with us that? Yes. Now I apologize if I missed something in your discussion, and so I may have Don't thought apologize I heard something because I didn't. But will you also? T- I'm not an expert on this. I, somebody had asked that question, and I kind of looked it up. It's not like I'm a, a true expert. I would tell right. you. Yeah. So, so it could possibly that what I were you up, also talking about phone conversations? 
Yes, I, yeah. I, 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 I referred to phone. I said that we talked about video. Oh, okay. Yeah. So what was your okay. experience? And, and, and the states are a little my bit different. Right, exactly. And I'm in New Jersey, and okay. it, it was for a legal matter. Okay. And, um, and, in fact, it was a criminal matter, so I don't know if that makes a difference. But I, I looked up the law, and it said that one person had to know, and it said that one person could include you because you're one, you're one of the parties to the conversation, to the recording. So give and me as long as you know, you actually... So if I... I'm, I'm trying to understand that. So if I um, wanted to, let's say, tape you, and I called you, and I was really going to tape it... Uh, and now I know I'm taping it, but you don't know. You're saying that that might be legal. I do, I'm going to find out because exactly. it, what I read didn't say that, but I'm not an expert right. in that. Ace, do you have any idea? Uh, and it would be really good for us all to know. Yeah. So it's a good point because sometimes yeah. you read something or you interpret it differently. Mm-hmm. I might have interpreted it. But so, so your understanding is as long as one party knows. Right, and and I think the way it sounds, it makes it sound as though that one party has to be the other party, but the one party can be the the party that's actually doing the recording. Okay, wait a second. You, so you know correct. what? You're right. I might have interpreted it wrong because I'm assuming when they say one party has to know, it's the other party. Because I'm like, if I'm taking exactly. you. Okay, I just want to read. I found this what I right. was reading. It says, if you're planning to record a telephone call or an in-person conversation using either a standalone audio recorder or a video camera that also captures sound, federal and state laws require that at least one of the parties, you might be right here, at least one of the parties consent Mm -hmm. to the recording. Currently, a majority of states allow one-party consent. You know, I might have misunderstood this. Wait a second. Yes, exactly. Now, it says currently one party consent, meaning you could be you. Well, how fair is that? Right, exactly. Meaning that you said how fair is that? Yeah, well, well, look, I I didn't read this part, but now I'm reading it because you called in, so I'm glad you did. States that require require two-party consents, okay? So I guess the one party may be your right. Include California, Connecticut, Florida, Illinois, Maryland, Massachusetts, Montana, Nevada, New Hampshire, Pennsylvania, Washington. So they say that they right. require two and so parties. So New Jersey requires one party in New Jersey. And so does New York then, because I yeah. don't see New York yet. So you know what? I am so glad you called. I am going to double check with an expert over the week. Um, and I will, we will okay. Ace and I will come back. But I now that I'm reading what I interpreted, I think I might have interpreted right. it wrong. Ace, what do you think? And it's easy to interpret it that way from the way it's written because it doesn't explain that that one party could be the person doing the recording. You know, I'm reading it now. and Which is very helpful to know. Yeah, Robin, yeah, see? Ro- Robin, Robin, yeah, Robin may be correct. Federal law and many state wiretapping statutes permit recording if one party, including you, to the phone call. Or conversation consents. So it includes yourself. Okay, so now I think you're interpreting it more like the way you're seeing it. Mm-hmm. We're going to double check, but I, we'll double check. I thank you but for thanks calling. thanks for calling in, Robin. Because, really, I interpreted that. I always thought it was the other party had to consent. Well, I, would ass- yeah. I assume that. Yeah, I assume, like, well, you have to give the other person knows that you're. T- so if this is true, then I don't really have to tell you. 
in New York and New Jersey. Like, I can know myself that I'm taping you, and I don't have right. to tell you. Right. Well, I think everybody wants to, to know that. As long as it's not another person. Yeah. Yes. Robin, yeah. thank you so, so much. I mean, you know, hopefully I'm right, and I hope you can confirm it. Yeah. I will. I will call an expert. I will find out, and we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it on the show next week. And thank you so thank much you, for Robin. calling okay. and letting us think. No, and I'm sure a lot of people, because somebody asked that question, so when one person asks, there's a lot of people. So thank you, Robin, and that's why we're a community. If you have an experience, yeah. share it with us, because we all learn from that. We learn every day of the week. Uh, I learn every day of the week from people around me, from people that I know, and certainly we share some of the mistakes we've made also because that's part of it all. Yeah. So, But that kind of goes against consenting, right? Like if you're the one recording yeah, well, and the I'm, other person so that, doesn't so know. So in other words, so it's, it's good little, to know that if somebody yeah. doesn't tell you, but they know that they're recording you, <laughs> that they can. It's and so I guess you shouldn't say anything to anyone that you don't trust. Okay. Oh, boy. I mean, listen. Yeah. It really, I, 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 I kind of say today, and I don't want to sound old-fashioned-ish, but I'm like, I'd rather grow up when I grew up because nobody really had the internet. Nobody knew where you were, what you did. And now you really yeah, have, you to have to be careful. careful about everything you do and how somebody interprets that. Yeah. Okay? And so I, I was just telling my daughter, like, you need to say to people, if anything really ever bothers you that I do, please let me know because... We all do stuff that sometimes is acceptable to us, but might not be acceptable to others. But I think we want to be politically correct, but there's a point where it gets absurd, yeah. okay? Like, you want to be human and say, oh, Ace, you look great. I want to be <laughs> able to give Ace a hug. You really can't do that anymore. And as far as taping, I think it's only right, but I have a feeling that Robin's right. We're going to find out what it really takes. Uh, and what you have to know before you record somebody and if you really have to give somebody notice. And again, I, it depends on the state that you're in. Uh, okay, I don't know that I have time to really go through a, a lot of um, topics, but I do want to talk to you a little about... Um, we'll probably finish it up next week, but... Clo- when, when you clo- co-sign, okay? Mm. Uh, and a lot of you are in a position where you have a child or an adult child who needs a co-sign or you have maybe a, a relative that says, you know, I'm going to buy this property and, you know, I my credit or I worked, I was self-employed, I don't show any credit, which I'd love Ace to talk about yeah. a little next week on what you do when you're self-employed and you don't show income. Uh, and... They might look to their grandparents or their parents to help them get into their first home. So as a co-signer, before you sign, and I know we all want to help the people we love, but as a co-signer, remember something. You're a hundred, and I say a hundred. One hundred. Now, Ace, yes. you're a hundred percent responsible. You are. So once you co-sign, whether it be your kids, your grandkids, somebody's son, a relative, it doesn't matter if they're irresponsible. It doesn't matter what they do. You are responsible. Now, Ace, when somebody comes in, do you find a lot of people have their parents? Not a lot. I mean, some percentage of people have parents co-sign. Yeah, there's, there's a tremendous amount, Dottie. And, and more, I, I guess, you know, more re- relevant now, there's co-signers that are not even relatives. It, it, they're they're just either dating or they're just domestically living together, and that's where, you know, we always advise folks to 
be careful. You know, consult an attorney before you co-sign because things are great now. What happens when that person doesn't pay or you break up? Then what happens to um, to yourself co-signing that? You know, right. So major you always, obligation. So you know, when you do an agreement. Yes. You're doing it not for when everything works out right and everything's great. Exactly. Okay? You don't need an agreement for you that. You don't need an agreement. But yeah. you need an agreement for when it doesn't. And when you're in a good mode together mm-hmm. or then you want that's when you want to do it. So like Ace says, remember, you're 100% responsible 100% if you co-sign. So if you break up, you get divorced, you have another girlfriend, that no matter what, you don't talk to the person anymore, you're still responsible, right? Yeah. Now, second... And ace and with credit, co-signing the mortgage will affect your credit. Yeah, if that person doesn't pay for the for the monthly payments, you know you're responsible. And if you don't pay either, then your credit goes down. Okay, but let's assume you pay, but the person doesn't. Like in other words, ace. Mm-hmm. So let's say I co-sign yeah. for my son or my daughter, and now uh, they're not paying, so I pay, pay. because I know that yeah. I'm responsible mm-hmm. still. But, like, if their credit's all bad and they don't pay bills on time or anything, is this going to affect my credit? It won't affect your credit as, as long, long as, as you're I paying. Pay it on exactly. Time. Well, the problem happens is it's not your mortgage. You're just co-signing, and then they don't pay. You're not paying. Now, now your credit is affected, you know? So. Now, if I co-sign alone, would I know? Let's assume that I co-signed uh-huh. for my child. Yeah. Would I know that they didn't pay it? Well, that's why, you know, you, you should always, if you're co-signing, always do a credit alert so that you know if that person is paying or do not. Do yourself a big favor. Yeah. Consult an attorney. Definitely. Don't just do it blindly. Don't just do it blindly. Listen, we're coming to a yeah. close. Um, I just want to wish everyone a really happy Mother's Day. Wonderful. And give a hug to all the people you love and all the women in your life that were special. We'll be back next week.